A podcast we'd like you to check out is The Movies Ruined My Life Podcast. MRML is just a bunch of friends having ridiculous conversations about movies that they love. They are sometimes vulgar, sometimes reserved, and sometimes introspective. Okay, they're almost always vulgar. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find Movies Ruin My Life on SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Mixcloud, or at their website, MoviesRuinMyLife.com. Another podcast we'd like you to check out is The Screen Dump Podcast. Movie musings from a couple of people who have an obsession for watching pixelated motion on big, medium, or small screens. You can find Screen Dump on SoundCloud and Mixcloud under Screen Dump. But at the moment, I'm searching for a man-cub. Man-cub? What man-cub? The one who's lost. Now, where do you suppose he could be? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding. And I am Steve Shives. And on this show, Steve and I find a classic movie out in the jungle, and we take it home, and we and we raise it up, and we see if that classic movie really lives up to being a classic movie. Or oh god, I told I said I was going to stick to these metaphors. No Hang in there. Where they went. Hang in there. Okay, I'm going to figure it out. And we go, oh, look, it really is a classical movie after we've raised it to uh, being 10. I'm trying to also stick it to the movie we're doing. <laughs> and if it's not a classic movie, it turns out that it's awful and we hate it. Then we kick it out. We kick it to a tiger that hates people for some reason, and the tiger eats it. Um, but sometimes we find a movie out in the jungle, and it's like a garbage movie that everyone hates. And we take that garbage movie back with us, and, and we raise that up to to being 10 years old. And this hurts, Steve. <laughs> And we we say, oh, wait a minute, this isn't a garbage movie, there's some good things about it, we like it. And then we raise it up and we, we send it to the man village. Or if it turns out it's a garbage movie, then we kick that one to the tiger to the tiger as well. And we, we stand there and watch as the tiger eviscerates the movie. And we smile. Do we? We nod affectionately at one another and say, ah, job well done. So if you, if you manage to stick through that, <laughs> here's what we really do. Steve and I take classic movies and we give them a new review to see if they hold up to their reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this week, we're going to be taking a look at that classic film about um, pre-colonial India mm -hmm. and how uh, <laughs> and, and and it answers kind of the question, what does wolf's milk taste like? And <laughs> the movie we're going to be what, reviewing is the classic Disney animated musical The Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a first for us, guys, because this is our first animated review. I mean, we're not animated. Well, you don't know. This is a podcast. We could just be cartoon characters talking to you. You have no idea. I'm not animated. I just sit here. Yeah, but how can you trust that? If he's a cartoon, oh, he's probably lying. That's true. You can't trust a cartoon. <laughs> you never trust a tune. This is the first animated film that we've reviewed. It's our first Disney film, official Disney film. And it's the first musical we've ever done. So we're killing three things all at once, right, Steve? Absolutely. And now we don't have to do any of these for a long time. That's right. We don't have to do Music Man or... or, or, or what's another animated film that we've been actively avoiding? Oh, I don't know. The Little Mermaid. Little, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> What it's like an hour and fifteen minutes, you know. Yeah. It's not that but unfortunately, it also means that we'll never do that review of Akira. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! Or, or uh, one of those other de depressing Japanese animes like Grave uh, of the what, Fireflies. Your Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, there's a happy, fun time to sit down and watch, and not want to just yeah. suck on a goddamn shotgun at the end. Yeah, of really. It. There's the it, there's the opposite of a picnic in the sun. <laughs> 
So, yeah, we're doing something a little bit different that we haven't done before. Animated musical Disney. That sounds like a perfect fit for me and Steve, doesn't it? <laughs> I bet all of our longtime listeners are, have, have been listening to all these episodes thinking, man, I bet these guys would just love a lighthearted animated Disney film. Well, yeah. I guess we're going to find out. Based on a dark, violent <laughs> book that was written two centuries ago. <sighs> okay, time to do the who's responsible for all of this animated frivolity. Are you ready? I can't hardly wait. Okay. Also, by the way, when I'm doing the starring by, I'm going to include the character names since the, this is all vo- vocal actors. And you might get all mixed it up. You mm. might be wondering if Sebastian Cabot is the voice of Baloo. He's not. That would make it a much different movie. <laughs> He's not. It was directed by Wolfgang Reitherman, produced, and this, for once, produced by Walt Disney. Not the company. The dude. Wow. <laughs> right before he died, this is the last This is the last one that had any input from him. This is the last one where he whipped his animators it, into it, getting product out on time. Is that why a few women actually snuck into the credits because he was starting to slip in his old age? <laughs> No, he, he, he got those he got those women in. He actually wanted the woman that sings the song at the very end. He overheard her singing in a hallway. She was like a staffer at uh, the studio. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, screenplay. This is unbelievable. Okay. Screenplay by Larry Clemens, Ralph Wright, Ken Anderson, and Vance Jerry. I'm not done. Uncredited, Floyd Norman and Bill Pete. How many is that now? Jesus. Six people for this movie? <laughs> Who knew that you had to doctor the script to the Jungle Book that much? How come it took six? people for that script wow. uh, based on the jungle book by Rudyard Kipling none of you have read it don't pretend that you have <laughs> starring Bruce Reitherman as Mowgli huh let's see Wolfgang Reitherman Bruce Reitherman Wolf you know what Reitherman's a pretty common last yeah. name I'm sure there's no nepotism well, there would, uh, why would you want to cast a Paul over this classic film like that oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to That's, do that you know it's just ugliness it's unneeded ugliness I'm I, I, I am dark inside Steve <laughs> I need help you're all broke up inside That's That's your problem. Phil Harris as Baloo, Sebastian Cabot as Bagheera, Louis Prima as King Louis, George Sanders as Shere Khan, Sterling Holloway as Ka, J. Pat O'Malley as Colonel Hathi and Buzzy the Vulture, Vernon Felton as Winifred, Clint Howard, mm. <laughs> Clint Howard as Junior, the little tiny, little tiny elephant. That's right, uh, Ron Howard's brother. Um, there's a feather in his cap. He's got a lot of lines in this, actually. Yeah. yeah, being all adorable, like all little kid voices are yeah. in cartoons. With his moppish elephant hair. You know how elephants have. (laughs) Chad Stewart as Flaps the Vulture. Lord Tim Hudson as Dizzy the Vulture. Uh, uh, By the way, guys, you could probably tell which characters were created for the Jungle Book based just on their names. Uh, uh, Characters from the original Jungle Book like Mowgli, Baloo, Bagheera, Shere Khan, and additions were like Flaps, (laughs) Hmm. Junior, Dizzy... Okay, Lord Tim Hudson as Dizzy the Vulture, John Abbott as Akila the Indian Wolf, Ben Wright as Rama the Father Wolf, Darlene Carr as the Human Girl. Thanks for giving her a name. Leo, Leo that's no, that's a fake name. Leo DeLion as Flunky the Langer. I don't even remember that character. Do you no, remember that character? You think with that name he would have had left a bit more of a stronger impression. Okay, number one, his name is Leo the Lion, which literally means Lion the Lion. <laughs> 
I don't even know what a langur is. Do you know what a langur is? I have not the first clue. It's probably just some bit part anyway. Yeah, who cares? Hal Smith as the slob elephant. Ralph Wright as the gloomy elephant. <laughs> Digby Wolf as Ziggy the vulture. Sure. Bill Skiles and Pete Henderson as monkeys. Is <laughs> <laughs> narrated by Sebastian Cabot. Music by George Bruns and Terry Gil... Uh, no, he did the score. George Bruns did the score. The Sherman Brothers, Richard and Robert, did the songs, except for one, the most popular one. Boy, this must have burned them, too. <laughs> the most popular one, Bare Necessities, was written by Terry Gilkissen. Gilkissen. That's how you say it. Sure. Okay. I don't know that it's wrong, so I'm going to say it's right. Cool. Oh, I could take advantage uh. of that. <laughs> A production company was Walt Disney Productions, dis- distributed by Buena Vista Distribution. It was released on October 18th, 1967. Running time, a blessed 78 minutes. Uh, Budget, $4 million. Total box office, $205.8 million. Oh, so it was something of a hit. I think that includes the re-releases, because they re-released this movie several times. It was re-released in 78, I think 88, yeah. 90, and it was released in theaters several times. So lots of people got a chance to see this on the big screen. Um, I don't have anything else to add to this. Usually I have some sort of trivia or something. It's a movie. came after Sword in the Stone. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Look at that. Um, ready? According to the to according this? to the VHS clamshell case that I had when I was a kid, it was <laughs> it was a masterpiece. Oh, so that's right. It is part of the masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Collection. There are a number. Uh, okay, here's a little bit of trivia. There are a number of animators working today, including uh, Brad Bird, who did Incredibles and did The Iron Giant and all that other stuff. There are a number of, of animators that credit this movie for inspiring them to become animators. And I'll let's just get this out of the way. The animation that they did on these animals is freaking fantastic. Mm, absolutely. Uh, um, and uh, there are a number of there at the time it got uh, they uh, the even people reviewing the movie said the animation on this is is fantastic the the, the animal characters have weight and um, it's great character animation for for these animals so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no I'm not gonna <laughs> say that Brad Bird doesn't know what he's talking about he's made two of my favorite movies of all time one I can't watch without weeping like a baby and having to to hide underneath my bed so that my kids don't see me because I'm crying over a goddamn robot dying <laughs> we should review that one oh. I don't think you I don't could think make you, it through it. That's a bad idea. If we reviewed The Iron... Number one, I hate to say this. It hurts me to say this. It's not a classic film. Yeah, I know. It's a really good film. It never, it never... Oh, it's it so it, good. For whatever, it, never... it didn't leave as, as much of a mark as it should have because everything sucks. <laughs> and the world isn't fair. <laughs> when he says Superman oh, at the God. end... And... <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone who anyone in the movie industry who thinks they want to make a, a sequel to Iron Giant just go walk into the Pacific yeah. Ocean and never come back. I don't. Yeah, it, that movie never needs a sequel or needs to be remade or needs to be a live action uh, version of uh, it. It's, it's perfect as it is. Kind of the the since it didn't make its money back in the in, in the box office and is, and is kind of a cult hit. I'm kind of hoping that insulates it from the Hollywood remake machine. Yeah. So that Iron Giant never gets touched. It just stays what it is forever. They're already fucking. Up Incredibles. They're making an Incredibles 2. Incredibles didn't need a sequel either, but uh, no one listens to me, do they? <laughs> you don't know. It might no, turn out to be great. No matter how many notes I write with my own blood and send to Pixar <laughs> that says never make Incredibles 2 or there will be consequences. You know, they're only 20, 20 miles away from where I live, and their fence isn't that high. And I've been there. I've been inside of it. I've, I saw Brave in their movie theater. And no, it was me, is, but I did. I was is, there. Is this going to be another one of the podcasts? where we don't release it <laughs> we're releasing it no one's okay Pixar I'm not I'm, I'm okay I'm safe give me a job 
Give me a job and we'll call it square, Pixar. Look, you need a writer, and I, I could do a lot better than some of the stuff you've been putting out lately. That just got you the job. <laughs> Your movies lately you have been shit. You guys don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Hire me, we'll make good movies again. Who cares about a little girl's emotional trauma? I don't care how good it was. Bring back the talking toys. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Toy Story 4. Oh, God. Buzz versus Woody. <laughs> no, it would be revenge of that kid, that psychopath oh. kid next door. Yeah, he would be the he would be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's actually review okay. the movie. Yeah. Are you ready? yeah, we should probably okay. get get around to talking about this classic film. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That we've made the subject of this episode. <laughs> Okay, here we go. The Jungle Book. Take it away, Steve. Well, we open the Jungle Book with someone opening the Literally. Jungle Book. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't animated. That's what I, you know. Remember, yeah. Remember all of the movies started that way. It was like, hey, guys, this is a, a story from a book. Yeah, I think that's cheating because that's not animation. I mean, they're just, they're, 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 the animator's wrists got tired and they were like, we're not drawing this book opening. You're just going to have to <laughs> shoot it. I'm sorry. Are you joking? Are you kidding me? You think an animator went up to Walt Disney and told him that he wasn't going to do something. <laughs> he was never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> that was sh- followed very shortly by a Luger shot. <laughs> <laughs> so who else thinks they're going to be a smart fellow? Take him to the grinder. <laughs> Whatever you want, boss. Uh, no, because they remember we needed a framing device to let everyone know this is animated. Because <laughs> yeah, the drawings are moving. What's happening? <laughs> or we might get confused. People would flee, screaming from the theater. But they did it with everything, yeah. and then they w- took it to an extreme with the Winnie the Pooh stuff. Yeah, where it was literally the book, and they were animating over the the words of the book, which is act- actually very clear. Yeah. It's actually okay. As much shit as people give Disney, he. All right, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Aside from the fact that he may have been a ruthless businessman. Walt Disney was a talented artist and a visionary in a number of different ways, and I'm never going to take that away. I, I don't care what other people say, you can't take that away from it. There was lots of things that Disney really wanted to do, and the public was like, this is weird and we hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasia was the ultimate of his expression of where he wanted to push animation to go, to make it adult entertainment, to make it so that it, it spoke to kids. And the public went, no, <laughs> make make a make a movie about uh, an elephant with giant ears that flies around. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I could never hold anything against Walt Disney too much because he was the guy who put creepy German scientist Werner Von Braun on TV to... <laughs> <laughs> to sell the American people on the manned space program in the fifties, so well, yeah, you're never gonna distrust Uncle Walt no. if he got if he says this guy's on the up and up, and he's on the up and up. You just wish they he had the same secret handshake <laughs> that you could do the secret handshake that they had with each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... We're never going to mention the you-know-what and the you know where back in the 1940s, are we, Walt? <laughs> Operation Paperclip, what's that? <laughs> Sounds like Uncle, Uncle Sam talked to me. All we've done is open the so book, the book- and we... <laughs> So so the book opens and oh it's it's the jungle book and and uh we we are told by the narrator which turns out to be uh Bagheera the panther yeah. that there are all kinds of stories from the Indian jungle and this is just one story that I happen to know a lot about because I'm also one of the characters in it. That's right. I'm kind of responsible for all of it. I'm pretty much the the thing the engine that drives this whole thing That's in right. all modesty. No matter how many times I tried to, 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 to divorce myself from the story which is like five yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you cut out the shots of Bagheera running back to help Mowgli, this movie is like five <laughs> minutes long. Um, so anyway, Bagheera the, the panther is telling us about how he's, you know, sort of prowling through the jungle one day. And who's doing Bagheera's voice? Uh, Sebastian Cabot, Seb- isn't it? Yeah. 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 Everyone's favorite butler. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he uh, he's he found he finds Moses in the in the jungle in a little basket in a boat. In a boat. He's like, hey, it's Moses. No, he didn't. But it's India. It's, but he, yeah, but it's India, so he doesn't name him Moses. He names him Mowgli. That's right. It's a weird India where all the animals have British accents. Yeah, it's very it's very it's very colonialist. If you <laughs> even the animals have British accents. Damn. Uh, and uh, he finds Mowgli, and he's like, well, this. I mean, uh, 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 I'm going to eat uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm a panther, and that's what I would do. I'm a black panther, I'm hungry, and look, meat wrapped in a blanket. And completely, awesome. completely helpless, sweet. Uh, no, he says, okay, this is a man cub, and this man cub is not going to make it alone in the jungle. Luckily, I know a family of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a good idea. And I'm sure they just had a litter of cubs, and I'm sure these wolves would... And I'm sure that, that wolf is full of milk. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh... That the wolf will happily share with this human child. So he takes the wolf, he takes the, 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 the baby to the wolves, and he's like, hey, wolves, you want to raise this... And there's a bunch of adorable puppies. Oh, there. and their little tails twitch back and forth. It's yeah. Speaking yeah. of great character animation, the, the animation on those wolf pups is just phenomenal. Uh, and, yeah, he, he says... Well, I, I would say that every movement that Bagheera makes oh, is, is phenomenal. Bagheera is amazing, yeah. The, the animation, he, he, the, the, the way he sort of cat-like his grace and yeah. his flu, the fluidity mm-hmm. of his movement, yeah, it's... Oh, when he's not having, you know, slapstick moments, yeah, yeah, falling in water, hitting his head, those are, yeah, the, Baloo shouting into his head and it rings like a bell. But if Panthers did do that, that's what it would look like. You feel like, you yeah. know... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so Walt Disney has signed an animator. You have to find out what it's like to to when you scream really loud into a jaguar. Yeah. Here's your air horn. Go to the zoo. Yeah. What? Go to the zoo and blow this air horn into that that panther. Mr. Disney, please no. I ain't going to jail like the last guy, <laughs> like the guy who made me who you made st- staple cardboard to that el- baby elephant's ears. I'm not doing it. Listen, you little pipsqueak. I'm gonna have the most realistically animated animal pratfalls in cinema history, and you're gonna make it happen. I'm King Artist. I made an entire fantasy world for me to live in. I charge people to come visit. <laughs> I'm living the American dream, and you ain't gonna tell me no. <laughs> okay, Mr. Disney, and make sure to sketch everything you see. All right. <laughs> Two days later, these are nothing but uh, drawings of the inside of a jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> ask U- anyway. Ask Ubi works. What happens to people that fuck with me? <laughs> Uh, so, so, oh, let's not explain that. So joke. anyway, come on. So let's anyway, go. <laughs> uh, so the wolves adopt the the, the man cub named Mowgli, mm-hmm. and then ten years go by, and incredibly, the wolves are still alive. And yeah. uh, you know, because I guess that's how it works. And Mowgli is yeah. like a is a is a ten year old kid now, and he's still living mm-hmm. with the wolves, but he speaks English because all the animals speak English too. So there's no problem there. And no, they're all speaking wolf or animal or something. But right? it's I guess the universal translator. We can we hear <laughs> English, but they're really speaking wolf. Okay. Um, um, oh, I'd love a cut of this movie where everyone's just talking in their yeah. animal voices. <laughs> Me too. I think that'd be great. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, there's so Mowgli's ten years old now, and he's been living with the wolf pack this whole time, and everything's great. Yeah. But there is there's there's a, a crisis on the horizon. Yeah, the wolves have a me- big. The wolves meeting. have a meeting, and they're like, okay, here's the deal. So uh, the tiger Shere Khan is coming back. I don't know where he's been. Don't worry about it. He's coming back. Yeah, now. that doesn't matter. He's been gone, and now he's, he's coming here now. back to our part of the jungle. And y'all know how much he hates men. So we're yeah. gonna take this man cub, and we're just gonna send him back. It's yeah, he's got to go. get him out of here because you know Shere Khan is a bad <laughs> motherfucker, and he yeah, will, and he'll kill all. He'll of kill. Us. He'll kill everything. <laughs> he'll everywhere. kill every wolf he sees if he finds While out. While being incredibly polite yeah, about <laughs> it. <laughs> Terribly sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> Clean yourself up, dude. Yes. <laughs> You'll spilling intestines all over the jungle floor, my dear good man. Um, so th- and so the pack decides without uh, Mowgli's wolf dad. Yeah. And they call him over and they say, hey, guess what? And he's like, what? You're getting rid of your kid. But he's like a son to me. We don't care. He's out. He's out. We don't care where he goes, just as long as he ain't anywhere near us. Yeah. <laughs> And Bagheera's like, okay, I gotta stop this. This is this is bad. Jumps down out of his tree and he goes, look, this is kind of my fault. Um, I'll take him to the man village and then he'll be safe there. And uh, then uh, Mowgli's father breaks down and cries and begs him not to take the kid. And uh, then all the rest of the wolf pack starts to cry and moan. And then uh, Mowgli finds out and he screams and he jumps off a cliff. That None of that happen. happens though. <laughs> We cut immediately to to uh, Bagheera and Mowgli. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Mowgli is riding Bagheera through the jungle, and because uh, apparently they do this a lot, they go for walks. They go on long yeah, walks. Yeah, and together. Mowgli's like, "Hey, it's 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 getting dark. You know, maybe we should go back back home." Uh, and he's kind of, I'm kind of tired. And Bagheera's like, "Yeah, about that." <laughs> some some people warn me about you. <laughs> 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 and he's like, look, kid, here's the deal. Uh, your family doesn't want you anymore because you're going to get them all killed. So I'm going to drop you off at the man village and we're just, everything's going to be cool, okay? And Mowgli's like, you don't know anything. Look, I love it here in the jungle. I, I want to be with my wolf family. And uh, I don't know anything about people. Um, and also, you're stupid and I know everything and I'll just talk to Shere Khan and he'll be fine. And Bagheera's like, no, Shere Khan is an overly polite murder machine <laughs> and he will kill you without even thinking twice about it we're leaving and Mowgli's like no (laughs) I don't want to though and while they're having this argument um a snake shows up yeah 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 uh Winnie the Ka (laughs) stop it (laughs) (laughs) a snake with a a familiar sounding voice to to Disney fans Uh, yeah Ka -hmm. Ka shows up because they're taking a nap right Uh, uh, yeah they go up into a tree and they sleep yeah and uh, Bagheera's like go to sleep Mowgli and meanwhile Mowgli is being hypnotized by this python with this gigantic Indian python with magic eyes that can hypnotize people that's right and he is uh, gonna eat him literally his mouth is open he's going to devour him Mm mm-hmm but luckily, Bagheera wakes up and uh, pushes him out of the tree, and uh, Ka gets all twisted up, and he doesn't like that. And uh, Bagheera's like, see? You're stupid. You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... <laughs> 
Is, do they, is, it, is next is it when they run into the elephants? Yes. Yeah. They run into the elephants and we have an overly long comedic sketch that isn't yeah. funny. These, they're, they're, they're elephants and they're, they're the dawn patrol. They're elephants that, that yeah. march like, uh, like members of the military and they're led by That's right. an elephant named Colonel Hathi. Yeah. And even though in real life elephants are matriarchal, <laughs> but I'm not going to bring up real things. Yeah, you know, the animals are Why talking at that, that point. It's all out the window. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Colonel Hathi suffers from the delusion that he's a war hero. Yeah. Um, he won the Victoria Cross or something Which like I that. didn't know they gave out to elephants. His wife hates him, is probably going to murder him at some point. Mildred. Yeah. Millifred. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. And they have a cute little baby, Junior. And a whole bunch of other elephants that are uniquely defined by their, their traits. Sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> One is actively saying, I'm going to get out of yeah. this unit. <laughs> One gets a haircut. <laughs> yeah, and that goes on for, I don't know, about two and a half Something hours. Like that, yeah. while, while he pretends to be in the military and makes them stand at attention, present their trunks yeah. and all this other stuff. And Mowgli tries to march with him because he figures, yeah. well, if I can't be a wolf, maybe I'll be an elephant, you know. Yeah, and then Hathi finds him, grabs him by with his trunk, and is about to murder him um, when Bagheera shows up. And he's like, hey, no, uh, look, I'm getting rid of him. We're, we're uh, taking him to the mandalage. And Hathi's like, oh, okay. And then they march away, right? Yeah. And that scene's yep. over. And then uh, it's after this that Bagheera and Mowgli, don't they? Like, Bagheera basically gives up on him. Yeah, they have another and fight. He's like, you he's like no. Just good luck. Go. Do whatever you want. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. I'm done with this. I swear to God, I know I'm I done. said I was... <laughs> I know I swore that I would get you to the man village safely, but I am not a cat of my word. Goodbye. Have fun getting eaten, asshole. Later. And he leaves. <laughs> I mean it. I'm not coming back. <laughs> and Mowgli's like, fine, whatever, you stupid cat. And then he runs into who, Steve? Um, a bear named Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. The coolest, jazziest, whitest bear yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Who apparently Mowgli has never met before, even though everybody else no. seems to know Baloo. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Baloo's like, hey, hey, kid, you're, uh, let's fight. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm <laughs> not, not for real. I'm gonna show you gonna how to teach fight. You how to because fight, you can't yeah. really take care, take care of yourself. And they're, they're flying around. And then Baloo says, hey, now give me a roar. And uh, Mowgli goes, meow or something. <laughs> And Blue's is like, no, 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 a real roar. And then he roars a uh, humongous roar. And that's when Bagheera goes, oh, shit. <laughs> that thing that was inevitably going to happen when I left him alone is happening. <laughs> I better yeah. run back. But he gets there and it turns out, oh, it's just Blue. Look, Blue, you are not a good role model for this kid. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm a great role model. I could teach this kid to be a bear. Because now Mowgli, <laughs> lacking any self-identity, <laughs> wants to be a bear. And uh, Bagheera goes, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> leaves again. Not my problem. Whatever. <laughs> Have fun getting killed again. And uh, Baloo is what? What kind of boy? He's kind of a... Uh, they call him a bum. A jungle bum. Yeah, yeah. He And he believes in living easy. That's right. I guess the... I mean, do the other jungle animals have jobs? Like, don't aren't all the animals kind of doing the same thing? Like, eating fruit <laughs> off the trees? I mean, what is is what Baloo does really that unusual? <laughs> <sighs> well, I I don't know what Bagheera does. He seems to be friends with all animals. How in the hell is he Who is eating? he eating? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's the, during the, the upcoming musical number, there's that, that part where Baloo lifts up the rock and he's like, ooh, ants. And Mowgli's like, you eat ants? And Baloo should have been like, yeah, kid, I'm a wild yeah. animal. Of course I eat ants. Mm -hmm. I'm an insectivore. <laughs> Don't you know anything about... <laughs> 
And so, um, yeah, again, um, Mowgli has been eating raw meat that's been thrown up by a wolf for the last 10 years. So, (laughs) and he goes, don't be turning your nose up at my ants, okay, kid? (laughs) Um, but now we have our first big musical number, right? We haven't missed one. No, no, this is this is the musical number, the big one that everybody remembers, Bare Necessities. The Bare bare Necessities, and they sing and they sing and they sing and they sing, and it's all about you know, living the good life and how to collect food, and um, there's a bunch of comedy bits where Blue does, some, does something really easy and then Mowgli tries it and nearly gets killed every time. <laughs> and then they uh, wind up in a river where they're lazily going down the river relaxing. Yeah. You're thinking, oh good. This is going to work out. Yeah. Worked out. Yeah. And then... Blue's big. <laughs> and then the monkeys grab some them. Some treacherous monkeys. Treacherous uh, monkeys. Can, and they, they yeah. never trust a monkey. And they play keep away with Blue and then they try to murder mm-hmm. him. Yeah, you know, monkeys. They trip him. They trip him. He falls down a, down a cliff and then a gigantic rock that should have smashed his head into into paste falls on it. <laughs> Luckily, it's a cartoon, and Baloo's yeah. head splits the rock, you know, like like in a Wile E. Uh-huh. Coyote cartoon or something, which yeah. is fine. And then uh, Mowgli's like, help, Baloo, they're taking me away. And uh, Baloo wakes up, and then he starts calling for Bagheera, because he needs someone that's responsible <laughs> to show up. Bagheera shows up, and he's like, I knew it. And Baloo doesn't go, then why did you right. leave? <laughs> <sighs> Come on, the monkeys took him? Oh no, King Louie. Oh no, King Louie took him. We gotta go and find him. He lives in that ancient temple, right? Yeah, Steve? The, the the ancient ruins. Mm-hmm. And that's where we meet King, King Louie. King Louie. Who's King Louie, He's Steve? an orangutan who has somehow installed himself as king of the monkeys. That's right. And he's also a jazzy sort of fellow. I mean, you'd think him and... Oh yeah, he think, does. He knows he can sing yeah. scat like nobody's business. you think him and Baloo would get along better. They, you, you know, they think. both have similar musical tastes. But King Louie wants he, something. What does he, he well, want? Well, originally... He tells Mowgli that he wants, he's basically, he's gone as high as he can go in the monkey world. And he would like yeah. to transition into the human world. And he wants Mowgli right. uh, to teach him how to, to be a person. And then we get another musical number where he's where where yeah. he's singing about how he, Ooh, I want to be Yeah, like I want to walk like you and talk like you. And, talk and, like you But it, it turns out. I want to drive a car. Uh, yeah. And Mowgli's. And be underwater. <laughs> and work all day. And die penniless. That's exactly. <laughs> I want a mortgage <laughs> and a 401k. I want to <laughs> cheat on my taxes. <laughs> and Mowgli's like, I'm a feral child. I don't know anything <laughs> about any of this. I know way more about being a wild animal than I know about being a person. Yeah, because ultimately what Louis actually wants. He wants fire. He wants yeah. fire. Because all these animals, even though they're pretty much exactly like people, they're too dumb to know how to make fire. Exactly. And they don't need it. No, yeah, what would an animal they do with do. fire? But King Louis's like, I want some fire and you're a person and people have fire so give me the fire yeah because Louis is like hey if I'll protect you you can live here and you can live in the jungle and when the kid says I don't know how to do that he goes we had a deal <laughs> and as soon as I'm done with this song I'm gonna kill you yeah <laughs> don't know what he's yeah. gonna do but then Bagheera and Baloo show up and they're like oh look it's King Louie and uh, Baloo who is a slave to his uh, to his vices <laughs> hears the music and he's like oh man a whole bunch of 1950s jazz jazz slang <laughs> oh and then he dresses up like a monkey mm, yes and shows up and starts dancing and singing as a distraction I guess sure yeah I, it must have been a convincing monkey costume because the rest of the monkeys <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> Until the costume falls off, and then they're like, "Oh no, it's Baloo! Um, let's run around and stuff and fight, kinda." Yeah, and then and they play keep away with Mowgli again, which yeah. somehow leads to like a comedy of errors where King Louie winds up holding up uh, a huge section of the ruin because a, a pillar right. gets knocked down. 
Yeah. And then the, the, the temple collapses. And King Louis is crushed and dies. <laughs> he does. Get... No. <laughs> Actually. It just kind of falls apart It falls apart, apart around him. him. And the, the chunk that he's holding up is kind of the only part that's left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, Baloo and Bagheera and Mowgli escape, right? Yeah. And then, oh, and they've, uh, Bagheera and, and, uh, and Baloo have black eyes. Yeah, that's right. And uh, while the kid's sleeping, Bagheera's like, listen, asshole. <laughs> I know you want this kid to be like your kid, right? But he he gonna die. He is going to die. <laughs> Shere Khan wants him in his stomach and nothing's gonna stop him. We gotta take him to the man village. And he's like, but if we take him to the man village, they're gonna ruin him. And he's like, no, you gotta, look, I know you're driven by impulses. You really don't have any impulse control. <laughs> but you gotta listen to this. If you want this kid to live, we gotta take him to the man village. Bottom line, that's it. And Baloo listens to reason. He's not happy about it. Yeah, but he agrees. And then Bagheera goes, and you have to tell him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm leaving again. He won't listen to me, little asshole. I'm trying to save his life. He won't listen to a word I say. So you do it. But maybe you, the guy who met him yesterday, can explain mm-hmm. to him. <laughs> and Baloo's like, okay, I'll tell him in the morning. And Bagheera's like, it is morning, idiot. God damn it. Do it. <laughs> So now we have the mopiest march where the kid is clueless and trying to sing and all this other stuff. I love being a bear and me and you are going to be together forever. And every word that he says is like driving driving a dagger into Baloo's heart. Yeah. And then he's finally like, no, kid, I'm taking you to the man village. And Mowgli's like, et tu, Brute? <laughs> you too, Baloo? <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Fuck all you jungle people. Or jungle animals. I don't know anymore. I'll leave it. <laughs> and he runs off. And then Mowgli, Mowgli runs away again. Yeah. And Baloo's like, we gotta get the kid back. We gotta we gotta do something. Because Shere Khan and, uh, and stuff. And I'll feel bad if anything happens to him. So they decide they're gonna split up and try to find him. And Bagheera. Okay, so now we finally, finally meet the villain. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, probably one of the greatest villains in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> a charming villain. More than just charming, charming. He's just, the way he's drawn, the way he's animated, and the way he is voiced specifically. Yeah. Um. He, we finally meet him. He's going to uh, eat a deer. He's getting ready to do it. He's going to, he's going to kill Bambi. Yeah. He's going to kill Bambi's mom. Yeah. And then Good. the, the jungle patrol shows up and he's like, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> and he's hiding in the bushes and uh, the jungle patrol is doing more jungle patrol shit. And Bagheera runs up and he says, hey, uh, help me find uh, Mowgli, okay? And then there's some back and forth about how they're not going to do it, and then Willifred comes up and says, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take over this group. We're going to go find him, and just, and you're going to do it. And he's like, I say, woman! She's like, what if it was our kid? And he softens, because the kid's like, Mowgli and I are friends, kind of. We spent a few minutes together. Yeah. People form relationships very quickly. I guess. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh... Uh, they don't know this, but Shere Khan's listening to every word they say. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's, like, he's, he's eavesdropping on this info dump. <laughs> it is like, isn't that delightful? <laughs> 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 and he hears that the what the elephant patrol is going to do is they're going to split up and they're going to go look for him. And Shere Khan's like, has new purpose. He's going to find the man cub and he's going to murder the shit out of it. Right? Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's important to have a goal in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and it really en- it really energizes Shere Khan. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, we learn that Mowgli doesn't learn quick. No. 
He is sitting alone, and all of a sudden, Ka shows up again. And rather than screaming and running away, because this is the same animal that tried to eat him earlier, he just kind of pushes him away and says, leave me alone. He is at least smart enough to try to avoid looking at him this time. Briefly. To try to keep <laughs> keep getting hypnotized. Yeah, but he, yeah, he kind of forgets about that after a minute, too. Oh, we also forgot. There oh, was the a musical number with the Jungle Patrol where they sing. And now we have another musical number with uh, with Ka. Yeah. Trust in Me song. Trust in Me, yeah. Um, And he gets him in his coils, and he's getting ready to eat him. And guess who shows up? Our dashing villain, Shere Khan. That's right. Yeah. And then we have a little exchange between Shere Khan and uh, Ka, in which we discover that almost all the animals are terrified of Shere Khan. <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> and this bit of animation between Shere Khan and Ka is nearly flawless. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, basically Shere Khan's like, oh, hello, Ka. Hope I'm not interrupting anything. <laughs> <laughs> And he checks Ka's coils to make sure that uh, he doesn't have the man cub. And through some uh, snake trickery, he convinces him that he doesn't have the, the man cub. Yeah, he basically does the rope trick. Yeah. But, but with his body. <clears throat> exactly. And Shere Khan's like, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Um, you, if you see the man cub, you're going to tell me first, right? Good. Well, ta-ta. Kill you later. <laughs> and he takes <laughs> off. But while this exchange is going on, Mowgli escapes and pushes Ka off, pushes Ka off the tree and more hijinks and repeated animation. There's a few times yeah. in this in this in this where animation is repeated. Yeah, this part where where Ka slinks away with the knot in his tail mm-hmm. is a reuse of an earlier scene, yeah. Right. But then uh, Mowgli runs away and then he runs into Mordor. <laughs> which which sounds a lot like Liverpool. <laughs> From from the the voices of the occupants. Hey, I guess he runs into the swamp. All the trees are dead. All the grass yeah. is lifeless. And sitting up in a tree is more comic relief that Disney gave us because he wanted this to be a lighthearted film. And there are four vultures up there. And originally, those four vultures were going to be played by the Beatles. But that fell through when John Lennon said, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to be a vulture. <laughs> So they hired four other actors to portray the vultures, right? Yeah, and a, a few of them sound like beetles. One so, of them know, does. One there's of them the one, yeah. Yeah, that one, is it just the one? One of them specifically yeah. has a Liverpudlian accent. Yeah. And they have a little pointless exchange that I guess is supposed to be funny if you're 80. And um, <laughs> then uh, they see uh, Mowgli, and they're like, hey, let's give him some shit. And they fly down, they make fun of him a little bit, Mowgli cries, and they're like, oh, we didn't mean anything by it. We're sorry. Hey, why don't you become a vulture? And Mowgli's kind of like, I'm done trying to be other animals. <laughs> and then we have another song. Yep, it's a, bar- a barbershop A song. barbershop cor- Now, let's 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 dial back a bit. <laughs> if they had gotten the Beatles, would they have gotten the Beatles to do something that they were incapable of doing, which is sing a barbershop <laughs> quartet song? Or were they, go- were they expected to write and perform a Disney-like song in, in its place? Maybe that's why the Beatles decided not to do it. <laughs> you mean you're telling us we've got to write a song for this <laughs> but they sing a song about friendship or something yeah right? some shit yeah and just as they're getting to the end another baritone jo- joins in and who's the baritone um it's Shere Khan yeah yeah he's like oh I found you and he's the god bless America he's the coolest motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, hello, you're my... He literally says, oh, hello, you're my victim. Yeah. Excuse me, I've got to eat this human. I'll be and right again, once again, reinforcing that Mowgli is not prepared to live in the jungle. Does he run away? Despite the fact that the vultures are telling him to run away? No. 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 He, he like, goes up to him and says, I'm not afraid of you. You're five times my, my body mass. Um, wow, those are sharp claws. Yeah. Nothing seems to phase you. Nothing at all. <laughs> 
Um, so what's what's going to happen? Well, it, it looks... Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, uh, right, Shere Khan is going to... Uh, Shere Khan literally says, I'll give you a head start. Yeah. It makes it more sporting for me. For me. <laughs> we all know how this is going to wind up. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Blood is going to happen here. The vultures are just sitting around going, well, look at it this way, lads. One way or another, we're going to get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a bit for us, would you, Shere Khan? <laughs> so... Um, in, in the kid doesn't run away, right? Right, right. Well, d- the is, uh, there are two things that happen. I can't remember in what well, order they happen. Well, he says he's going to count. Up. He's going to count down. Yeah, the kid doesn't run away. Shere Khan goes, "Oh, screw this! I'm just <laughs> killing you now." Enough with being sporting. He leaps at Mowgli and he stops short by Baloo. Baloo, who's Baloo ex machina, who's got a tiger by the tail. <laughs> yes, and just in case you don't get it, a character says that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of running around and then convenient lightning which is convenient um, and it sets a tree on fire sets a tree on fire and that's something that Shere Khan don't like no he don't he, like the fire oh no he don't and so uh, Baloo is trying desperately to stay out of Shere Khan's talons and then he gets knocked to the ground and Shere Khan says out loud I'm going to kill you and then begins to kill Baloo <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he does he does. But while he's killing Baloo, uh, Mowgli grabs a branch that's on fire and ties it to Shere Khan's tail. Yeah. And then uh, Shere Khan sees the fire, completely panics, <laughs> and runs away. And the vultures are like, yippee. And we're and then we cut to Mowgli, who's like, Baloo's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then Bagheera, who had heard the screaming from miles away, finally comes running up, because that's what Bagheera does. He comes running up. <laughs> he comes running up, and he's like, oh, Baloo. Oh, darn. Well, he was a hero in the end, I guess. From here on out, everyone will remember Baloo is the most noble and heroic bear ever, trying to save a dumbass kid from killing himself in the jungle. <sighs> right, Baloo? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because it turns out, Baloo wasn't dead, he was just resting. Yeah, because Shere Khan, the deadliest predator in the jungle, was incapable of killing <laughs> Baloo. was ripping <laughs> into him with razor-sharp claws. <laughs> I'm okay, little yeah, britches. he just pops back up and he's perfectly yeah. fine. And then, oh, it turns out the man village is... Oh, well, wait, because uh, here's the thing that, that, that went unsaid. With Shere Khan gone, the, now the major threat to, to uh, Mowgli's gone, too. Yeah. And now yeah. I can stay in the jungle forever. It's perfect. Yeah, but see, Bagheera's already played his... Yeah, but, you know, he has to go with his own kind card. Yeah, I know. You know, so Because, you kinda... know, you wouldn't marry a puma, would you? <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> but as they're sitting there, uh, we hear something. Mm-hmm. What do we hear, Steve? We hear the voice of, a, I, I guess, a little girl? She's, she's a little girl. She looks like a little girl. She should be a little girl. <laughs> We hear the siren song of a little yeah. girl getting water right next to the man village, right? Yeah, yeah. In which she's she is... singing. <laughs> Go for it. She's singing a beautiful song about how one day, uh, how her her mother makes her go to get water, but one day she'll have a daughter, and then she can pawn that chore off on her kid. And won't that be awesome? Yeah, they're, they're, she's singing about her cycle of servitude, where yeah. nothing changes for women in her village. <laughs> 
And that's the way they like it. <laughs> but Mowgli is hypnotized by this song. He's like, what's that? Who's... Oh, I'm oh, I'm Twitter-pated, borrowing from Bambi. <laughs> and he gets closer and closer to listen to the girl and see her, and the girl sees him, and she makes eyes at him, and he gets a boner, and then he's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm going Bye, in there. <laughs> and he picks up the, the jug, and Blue's like, wait a minute. And Mowgli just shrugs. Thanks, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye forever. I'm getting my dick wet. See you later. <laughs> Thanks for saving my life. Five or six times. I know I'm ten, and this girl's probably ten, and it's really kind of icky, but I don't care. And if I go to live with her family, we'll be raised probably as brother and sister. Doesn't matter that I don't know how to speak Indian, <laughs> or Hindi, whatever the language is, and I'm probably going to wind up pooping out in the... <laughs> out in the middle of the village because I don't know how to use a toilet or clean myself or any human customs but you know there's really there's really no way this can turn out good for uh, me kind of a filthy creature at this point being feral and all but you know bye and Baloo's a little upset briefly about for about two and a half seconds yeah Bagheera's not Bagheera's like oh thank god oh, thank god we're done uh, now I can go back to killing stuff uh-huh. and then uh, Baloo who is also bipolar instantly goes <laughs> yeah. back to singing Bare Necessities and he grabs Bagheera and they sing Bare Necessities into the sunset, sunrise, through the jungle. The end. The, the end. <laughs> Close book, throw yeah. in fireplace. <laughs> the end. Okay, Steve. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's your opinion of the classic Disney animated film that we just reviewed, mainly because they're doing a live-action remake that's coming out on the day that this podcast drops? <laughs> the Jungle Book. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, I have this reaction to almost every animated Disney movie that I watch. Mm-hmm. which is I I have just huge admiration for for the artistry of it. Yeah. Like I, like we've said a couple of times already. I mean the animation in this is just amazing. Yeah. The, the, the animation of like the uh we kind of glossed over it a little bit in the, the the musical number with the snake before he has that scene with yeah. Shere Khan. Yeah. The animation of the snake is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so so creative the way he's like using different parts of his body and sort of moving Mowgli around and he, yeah. he turns into stairs and then he's like like, you know, coming back, circling back around so that his head meets his tail. Yeah. I mean, it's just, the animation is just amazing for the whole thing. Um, so I have just huge admiration for this movie in terms of the technical aspects, in terms of just the artistry of it. Yeah. Um, but it leaves me kind of cold as a story. Like, uh. it, doesn't, it doesn't really connect with me. And that's and that's a big deal with me. I mean, I, I have, uh, um, you know, gone to bat for movies that have really major flaws in terms of like their plot or their 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 you know technical aspect or whatever. If if something about it really spoke to me, if something about it really hit me in my heart, and right. the Jungle Book, for as flawless as it is uh, technically, this doesn't really hit me. It doesn't really connect with me in my heart. Like the story. Oh, when you're five, it hits you hard. When you yeah, think yeah. Baloo's dead, you go you go oh. in your closet and you cry for five minutes. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. The hell with Artex in the never-ending story. <laughs> I mean. That that death that fake out death was earned. That yeah, was like yeah, by Baloo. that point you're like I love. Baloo, I want him to be my father. Fuck off, right. Dad. Thanks for showing me the Jungle Book. I see my real father on the screen now. Baloo, he's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. When 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 you're a kid, it's like, and and the simplicity of the story, I think, works really well when you're a kid because the story is basically, you know, uh, Bagheera and Baloo try to get Mowgli out of the jungle. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all the story that there is. And they they encounter various, you know, they have hijinks as as they try to get him out of the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. So when you're like a five-year-old or six, seven-year-old kid and you watch this movie, I'm sure it's like, this is just, this is everything.
everything you need. Yeah. You know, but as a as a uh, a grown up, I watch it and I, I I admire it. I think, wow, that's really amazing. But it doesn't really grab me. Oh, just the, just the back the background uh, panels, the amount of detail that went into uh, painting the jungle. Oh yeah, the, the whole movie is beautiful. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on that point. But as far as the script, the six person script, yeah, how in the hell did it take six people to come up with this script? And the I thing think... is, is that there are little kernels in there that speak to larger issues or to more interesting things. The meeting of the pack could have been very interesting, but they're pushing. It felt like they we've got to get this kid to the to the village in an hour and a half. We can't go into anything. We definitely can't have the loss of this kid's family, wolf family, impact him terribly deeply. Yeah, I mean he's bummed. He doesn't want to leave the jungle, but he makes it seem like it doesn't matter if it's with the wolves or if he lives with with the uh, the snake or if he lives with Blue or if he lives with the monkeys just as long as he gets to stay in the jungle. Fuck my wolf family. They just raised me for 10 years. I don't care. Yeah. He gets over it. Yeah, he gets over it really quick, which is one of the problems with the main character. The central yeah. character, Mowgli, isn't a character. He's a MacGuffin. <laughs> exactly. He's the thing you gotta get to the end point. But he... Uh... At no point does Mowgli go, you're right. I need, I need, this, this is, everything is trying to kill me. Despite the fact that I've lived in the jungle for 10 years. And I don't... <laughs> With wolves, so I may be yeah. picked up a thing or two. Exactly. Um, but you're right. Everything is trying to kill me. I, my actions have caused Baloo's death. At no point does it go, this is all my fault. If I had just yeah. listened to him, Baloo wouldn't be dead now. Nothing impacts him. So the main character doesn't have any change. What changes him is he gets a boner. And I guess we're supposed to find that funny but and it works for little kids we kind of get it but if you're looking for something more if you want that character to develop it does he doesn't develop bagheera doesn't develop no you know who does baloo baloo and that's yeah. probably the reason why everyone loves baloo because he starts off as this kind of hey everything's cool and i i don't take anything seriously and then he turns into i really like this kid and i want him around to yeah. oh now i've got to do the thing that i would never have done before and that is i'm gonna have to give him up and take take him to the village. Oh, oh, and here's the other thing that you never expect me to do. Fucking fight a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a character arc. Yeah. That's why people like Baloo, is because he starts off one way at one point and ends in the other, and his overall character is pretty much the same, but he does yeah. things that change over the course of the over the course of the story. Yeah. He well he he has to make choices. He, yeah. he's the only he's the only character in the film that has to make a meaningful choice and that's that's yeah. how you that's how you build a character arc. A character yeah. arc is built from the character making meaningful choices and mm. uh, Baloo's the only character that even has a chance to do that. I mean yeah. Bagheera kind of does when he says I'll take him like I'll, I'll I'll take him to the man village but he's just kind of going along with what's already been decided. The whole like, thing with Bagheera is that he petulantly makes this thing all fine fine be all by yourself and then when he finds out that the kid's in trouble he runs back right, right. and they repeat that three times and it's kind of like okay Bagheera come on <laughs> yeah if you're gonna go just go he's like fine go die and he leaves and then as soon as he thinks Mowgli's in trouble he comes running back and that's you know fine if that's his character but at no point does Bagheera learn anything yeah <laughs> or 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 change a uh, change of view or make a choice uh, a conscious choice really. well, well no Bagheera keeps coming back because I think the the plot necessitates him to come back he doesn't mm -hmm. like the the fact that he keeps leaving Mowgli and then running back ultimately doesn't really tell us anything important about Bagheera because the movie no. doesn't really 
it, the movie doesn't really seem concerned with that. Right. I mean, Bagheera comes back because somebody needs to save Mowgli. The mo- so movie doesn't seem terribly concerned with Mowgli. No. Mowgli no, doesn't change. He goes from, I'm upset because people are making me leave, to I'll take any opportunity to stay in the jungle. Up until the ultimate lazy writing, which is, I hear a girl. And then he decides to go. Yeah. Yeah, and you would think that there would have been some opportunity, uh, you know, to, to fo- foreshadow that decision. You know, have some kind of thing, have some kind of moment where Mowgli, where it's slowly beginning to dawn on him, you know, <laughs> that, that he's not going to be able to stay. Yeah. You now, know, that... in in defense of, of Mowgli, he's 10 years old. Yeah, but he's <laughs> also the, I mean, I, I guess he's the protagonist. I mean, he's not really, but he's, you know, he's the closest thing to it, uh-huh. you know, so even though he's 10 years old, like, it would be nice if he, if he had something important it to do It would be nice if he learned yeah. as he went, as he went on, but he doesn't. He doesn't learn anything. He has a second run-in with Khan, which he's nearly eaten again. Yeah. And, and the only lesson he seems to have learned is try not to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run away. Just try not to. He even. I mean, and uh, Kai even loses the same way with yeah. Mowgli just pushing him off the off the branch. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Shere Khan knows better than to look Kai in the eye. Yeah, and that's actually a great bit of animation too. <laughs> Where Kai's like, "Let me show you how it works," and he goes, "Oh, I don't have time for that." Sense. Yes, smashes his he head. Just puts the his head down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing I think that maybe is a weakness of the way this, the film is written. Yeah, that, that, that you wouldn't probably notice as a kid but that I notice as an adult is that they build up Shere Khan as such an awesome villain yeah like just like this he's he's funny and he's charming and he's badass like all the other characters are afraid of him and you can yeah. kind of see why when you mm-hmm. see him interacting with them and then you know his big moment comes at the end and you know he he fails to kill the one character that he actually attacks in the yeah. entire movie what do you want him to do actually kill them well it's from to kill it, Baloo and then overcome it, his fear of fire and then kill Mowgli <laughs> And then and, kill the vultures up in the tree. And, and just take over the whole jungle. Yeah, I want the final climbs shot. climbs up onto wolf, wolf Rock, and I said, I know what you tried to do. Exactly. You tried I, to get rid of the man cub. I want the final shot of the movie to be a But now I have a weapon, and he lifts his tail up, and it's the burning it's branch. the burning branch. I am all powerful now. <laughs> I want the I want uh, the final shot of the movie to be a Shere Khan shaped shadow falling over the wolf meeting. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Not everything can be a Werner Herzog I've, movie. I've I've come for you, wolves. You thought you could hide him from me, didn't you? I have become no, but, death. But the see, that's, of <laughs> but I mean that's that's sort of the dilemma that the movie puts itself in because it is a kids movie and yeah you wouldn't want it to end on such a dark note. I've, of course they shouldn't have killed Baloo. Like that would have no. not been the right move for this movie given what audience they were pitching it at. But no, you know, can you imagine the end of this movie if Baloo was? Well, I mean, from a plotting standpoint, if Baloo died and then they use that for Mowgli to go, this is my fault. I need to. This I I know that Shere Khan is gone, but I really need to. Go. To the, I don't want this to happen again. And he goes back to the village, and he just lays down on the ground and cries for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> they could use it for a completely yeah. different film. But one of the things that Disney wanted was he wanted this to be light. He wanted yeah. it to have a light Disney touch. That which means none of those people, none of the main characters were going to die. Yeah, and I mean you can incorporate death into a kids movie. It's been oh, yeah. done before, but but I think it's it's better if you if you if you work it in early, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that so that the rest of the 
the movie goes on for a while, and then you can you can you can you can build to a somewhat happy ending. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's really difficult. It's it's really tough to do a kids movie that would end on a note of tragedy and be uh-huh. like, and then he left the jungle forever. Bye, yeah, everybody. The last scene are those vultures weeping while eating Baloo's body. <laughs> yes. He was a good bear, wasn't he? <laughs> He's the delicious bear. Is why he, he is. was a wonderful bear. Shut up, yeah. Dizzy. That's tasteless. No, it's yeah. tasty. <laughs> now nah, and then, yeah. Camera pulls this up. This bear's been eating nothing but fruit and honey for the last ten years. Oh, he's, he's delicious. so tender. <laughs> Delicious. Um, <laughs> Turn away, Mowgli. Turn away. <laughs> we gonna what are you do doing here? I thought I thought you were in the man village. Go away, Mowgli. You don't want to see this. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. I mean I want to say it's uh, because of the when it was made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I, I think we've kind of gotten spoiled by Disney writing over the last ten years or so, where they've actually gotten professional joke writers and <laughs> people who know about plotting and all that yeah. other stuff. Um, and it is it is a movie that will. If you're six years old, it'll punch you right in the gut. You'll, yeah. you'll love it. But it's one of those things that becomes less interesting as you get older, and then you have mm-hmm. to, then you start appreciating the level of skill required to make it. Yeah, you know. But you're not watching it for plot or songs. I know some people are going to be angry at me, but aside from bare necessities, which will get stuck in your head, yeah, to the point which you are, <laughs> you'll, you'll be like, "Play Eye of the Tiger." Get that stuck in my head. I got to get bare necessities yeah. out of it's my an, head. It's an earworm. <laughs> Um, the other songs are kind of mad. Ooh, 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 I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh, is arguably a better song. <laughs> <laughs> well, and simply and, because it's Louis Prima. And um, you know what else is? Uh, there, re- there really aren't that many songs. The songs. Um, you know? one of the directions was we want songs that drive the plot forward. Right. Which you know was relatively. Well, I wouldn't say it's relatively new. A lot of musicals went by plot, plot, song, and right. the song was about one specific thing, and it didn't drive the plot forward. And that started to change in musicals where a song had a purpose that could get characters from point A to point B in the plot so that they just weren't, you know, songs thrown in for no reason. I've, I, as an actor, I've been in shows that were written in the 1930s where all of a sudden people are singing and it doesn't push the, the plot forward and you're in a five-hour musical. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the, I mean, I kind of felt that way about Bare Necessities. I felt like, you know, this is going on for a while and like, it's a catchy yeah. song, but the, I mean, other than the very basic lesson of Baloo trying to teach Mowgli his philosophy, you know, it's like the, the, the story and there's not a lot of story to begin with but the story basic the plot basically stops for yeah. those five or six minutes while they're doing that song mm-hmm. um, and but you know like as as someone who doesn't generally as a rule enjoy musicals uh, I appreciated the fact that there were only you know three or four they songs were relatively the short yeah, yeah and they were relatively short yeah. and all that other stuff okay thank you for being relatively short <laughs> um, so yeah I mean okay let's do it Steve let's let's go ahead and uh, put our, our boot right on the neck of other people childhoods okay let's do it <laughs> would you recommend the jungle book yeah i would recommend it okay good yeah, i'd, rec- I'd recommend it for for like i said it's technically it's just amazing if you're if you're someone who likes animation i think you almost have to see it because yeah, yeah. The, the animation is just gorgeous so i i recommend it as mm-hmm. as a technical masterpiece even though as an adult i couldn't care less about anything that happens in it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't care if this little son of a bitch makes it to the man village. Who cares? You know what I want? I want a whole movie about Shere Khan. Yeah, There's someone oh, I can follow around a lot. There you go. And I want it to just be a, just a series of episodes of just him eviscerating animals. <laughs> 
Then he takes a nap, and then he wakes <laughs> up, and he's hungry again, and he goes out for some more. What's amazing about, and uh, let me just put this away, I'm going to recommend it too. What's amazing about Shere Khan is how they made him cat-like and erudite at mm-hmm. the same time, where his his the physical presence of Shere Khan matched the voice that, that was going to him, while at the same time very much establishing that he was still a tiger, which is an amazing balancing act. I have no idea. I've seen lots of animated movies that get everything completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> where they just don't bother to get the physicality of a of an animal correct, much less try to anthropomorphize that animal a little bit. Um, and it's not just Shere Khan where they, where they do that successfully. They do, they do it with Baloo, they do it mm-hmm. with Bagheera, they do it with Wolves, they do it with all of them. Um, and I can see why this can be crib notes for a lot of animators. Well, they'll go back and they'll watch it and they'll go, how in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a computer to do this. They did this with paper and with Excels. I, oh, it gives me a headache. But it's, you know what? It's good. So if you're six, go go see the Jungle Book kids. Also, if you're six, why are you listening to two grown men cuss about a children's movie? <laughs> yeah, put your parents on the phone. <laughs> they, they have some explaining to do. <laughs> but if you're an adult and you haven't seen it, it I'm not going to say don't see it because it is worth watching the, the absolutely lush, beautiful animation, the, the great backgrounds, the the very good voice acting in this film. It's actually the voice acting is is, is really well. This yeah. is the first time Disney actually cast act named actors for the for the roles. Beforehand they would just cast whoever to do the voices and this is the first time that they brought actors in and they would watch the actors perform to borrow to inform the animators on how to animate the faces of characters so yeah Jungle Book broke broke a lot of ground animation wise and uh, it was right before the great Disney drought of the 70s yeah yeah it was one of the last you know I guess what of the Disney films that you that everybody could name off the top of their head yeah you know, yeah one of the last one of those for a while because I think the next one is is Disney's Robin Hood I think <laughs> I think that's yeah. the next one and in the 70s the dark dark 70s for Disney <laughs> and 80s. Fuck it. They didn't make, as far as I'm concerned, there wasn't a good animated film until The Great Mouse Detective, and I think I'm the only person that liked it. Yeah, and then the, and then what? Little Mermaid was 87, right? Well, or Little Mermaid was 89. 89, and that was yeah. and that sort of kicked off like the the, 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 new, re, the yeah. resurgence of the, the Disney animated masterpieces. Yeah, Exactly. But, I mean, in the interceding time, we had other movies for Disney, like The Black Hole. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Escape to Witch Mountain. Or, oh, no, come on. Bed knobs yeah. and broomsticks. Apple Dumpling Gang. The Apple Dumpling Gang. The Herbie movies. Oh, yeah. Dean Jones at his finest. The computer that wore tennis shoes. Come on. Yeah, now the hits keep coming. <laughs> It's actually making me really depressed that I remember it's... the names of these films, but that was my childhood in the 70s. Hey, Kurt Russell had to work. You know Do you understand saying? why I grabbed onto Star Wars with both hands and never let go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to see another movie with Don Knotts and Tim Conway. I'm not. Oh my God. I won't. <laughs> All right, good. We both recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We're not heartless cynics. No. No. I'm not a monster. We were actually kind of sad when Blue died, even though we knew he wasn't dead. Yeah. Seeing that poor old bear, silly old bear in the rain. <laughs> Lifeless. <laughs> actually, I had forgotten just how violent Shere Khan was when he says, I forgot that he said, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, you know, I noticed earlier in the movie, there's a line where Bagheera, uh, Bagheera tells Mowgli, uh, Shere Khan's going to kill you. Yeah. 
you. You know, and it reminded me of how, I mean, even though there's always the Disney, the Disneyfication, like they always tell these stories in a generally lighthearted way. Yeah. But some of those older Disney movies, like they're pretty frank about death. They're like, no, mm-hmm. you, like this is this is really dangerous, kid. You're you're they don't they don't use euphemisms like destroy. You know, yeah. like, like like Saturday morning cartoons say. They go, no, he's gonna kill you. You're gonna yeah. be dead. Mm-hmm. Your guts will be spilled out. <laughs> yeah. You'll be alive when he starts eating you. He will murder you. <laughs> You understand? You know what murder means, child? <laughs> oh, yeah, we recommend it. And now yeah. it's time for me and Steve to recommend another movie, hopefully related to this movie. <laughs> right, Steve? Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. It's it's related. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Well, let's take a look at this Venn diagram as he tries to justify his recommendation. Oh, it's what, it's, what movie are you recommending, Steve? It's related, all right. You know, one of the main themes of the Jungle Book is what happens when man crosses over into the wild. Oh my God, you're going to recommend Grizzly Man, aren't you? <laughs> wild and and wild. And while things work out for the for the most part for oh the good, oh my god, you are doing in the Jungle Book. In real life, it doesn't always work out so well. No, as we will see in my recommendation for this episode um, Do of, it. of late seating, a, a documentary from two thousand five oh, directed. God, you are- <laughs> directed by Werner Herzog, titled Grizzly Man. <laughs> About, <laughs> about about a human who goes off into the wilderness to you know to commune with nature with bear. forms forms a relationship with a bear <laughs> except things don't work out quite as well for him <laughs> as they do for Mowgli um, there is a girl in the story yeah she said things don't work out for her either but things don't work out for her either um so it's a bit of a tonal shift from the jungle book my favorite part of that documentary if you guys don't know what steve's talking about grizzly man this documentary about it what's the guy's name timothy treadwell timothy treadwell who uh believed that he had a special unique uh relationship with uh grizzly bears he was wrong <laughs> and one day uh a grizzly bear came into camp and ate him and ate his girlfriend uh-huh. and uh thankfully he was trying to videotape it but um, we don't have video of that. We only have audio. Yeah, and we don't hear the audio. Herzog no, he is doesn't. Herzog he, he, he does. doesn't Herzog. share with us. In fact, Herzog videotapes, uh, films him listening to it while suppressing a boner, yeah. and <laughs> says it was horrible. Can I listen to it again? <laughs> I have to hear it one more time. Well, no, actually, one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that scene where Herzog. I cannot uh, believe you are recommending he, he, this fucking movie. He 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 gives the the recording back to Timothy. <laughs> friend who who let him listen to it and he tells her she should destroy it you he says you shouldn't have this bitch. you should you should destroy it hey mom i want a red grizzly man it's not listen it's rated r it's not for children the bear is not even though the bear the main bear in it is named chocolate man <laughs> it is not he's not blue there aren't any songs just oh, just, just a tragic tale of a deeply deluded but well-meaning man who gets you couldn't, you eaten couldn't the fuck have by a bear? Recommended the, the the classic French film Wild Child. Couldn't you know? Actually, it was between this and another Herzog film, uh, oh, the, Enig- the Enigma of Casper Hauser, and I went with Grizzly Man. <laughs> Good for you, Steve. So there thanks you go. for your restraint. Casper <laughs> Hauser was about a feral child. <laughs> well, now it's time for me to recommend something. <laughs>
You didn't think I was really going to recommend Grizzly Man, did you? You didn't think I was going to do it. I, dude, as you drew out your your choice, I knew for a fact that that's what was going to happen. <sighs> Sometimes you just got to go with your gut, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, keeping with the tradition of, of, of uh, related recommendations to the film that we just reviewed, I'd like to uh, recommend uh, 120 Days in Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> A classic. And if, you can, and if you can't find that, pick Kids, up Justine. do not Google. Don't Google that, please. Yeah, don't. don't, don't. You'll regret it for the rest of your life. Just stay away from the whole uh, oh. Desaad oeuvre. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to recommend Iron Giant. Oh. Um, yeah. Since it's animated, they're both animated, and it also uh, features giant gray things dying at the end, but they're not really dead. <laughs> Perfect. I'm fairly certain that everyone here is familiar with the Iron Giant, but if you're not, go see it. Yeah, man, seriously. That Directed is one of... by Brad Bird, it uh. is the, probably one of the last uh, 2D animated films that was good, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it came and went out of movie theaters. Uh, but I'll tell you this much for free: here I am. Uh, I'm what thirty something. Sure, I, uh, we'll go with that. Hey, my kid to go see it sit down to watch Iron Giant the end of that movie when he tells mm-hmm. go ahead when he, when he tells Hogarth to stay and not to follow him and then launches into the air to mm-hmm. prevent the destruction of the town yeah and then what did he I do? was hiding my face from my child because the last thing I thought was gonna fucking happen in this movie was that I was going to break down like a fucking baby and cry yeah <laughs> and I am a bitter cynical man okay it takes a lot to pull that out of me especially in public <laughs> Public. And I was heartened by the fact that there were other 30 to 40 year old men in that movie theater just losing their shit in front of their kids. It is such a great movie. It's one, it, it's, it's one of my favorite movies, too. It I is, mean, it, it uh, is in my top 10. It is in my top 10. It's an amazing um, movie. A lot of people said, oh, it's kind of like E.T. with alien things. Like, fuck you. Fuck it. you. <laughs> And for, no. for a little while, I was really afraid that it was just me because I've—I uh, don't make a, a, a secret, but I love robots. Um, and so I thought, oh well, it's just because it's a robot. No, there are people who had the same reaction to this film, and it has everything to do with storytelling. Uh, all the characters have story arcs, all of them, mm. all of them do. And for a movie that's only an hour and a half long, that's that's an amazing feat. It has philosophical stuff that you never touch on in a kids' movie ever. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's about a giant killer robot from outer space that decides that it's going to be a hero. That it's going to be Superman. Yeah. Because he is Superman. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Concerned. We will review this movie in the future. You, Steve and I are definitely going to do it, but we have to lobby and, and work so that everyone has seen it so that it can be considered a classic yeah. film because it kills me a little bit inside <laughs> that it's not. It's, I mean, but I tell you what, because I, I saw it when it came out in the theaters too. I was, uh, I, because I, Roger Ebert gave it just a glowing review and yeah. I said, I should go see this. And uh, I went and saw it in the theater and, I mean, was just blown away by it like mm-hmm. didn't did not expect it to be as good as it was and and it's one of those movies that you know the people who saw it for the most part really liked it yeah but not a lot of people saw it and then over the last 15 with video and dvd years and or so yeah, it, yeah and it's it's gathered this reputation where now it's you know it's not just oh that you know odd little animated film that some people really like you know now yeah. it, it's slowly but surely garnering this reputation of people sort of agreeing like holy shit this is a great movie 
movie. How come no one saw you know? it? And I yeah. was kind of like, how come no one saw it? Why yeah. didn't anyone fucking go see this movie? I have no idea. I, yeah. Honestly, I guess maybe everyone was like, well, it's not computer generated, so fuck it. I guess. But it's so beautifully animated and, uh-huh. and just and incredibly written and the, the voice acting is terrific. Like, everything about it is just spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen it, go see it. It has yeah. everything. At one point, the Iron Giant loses his shit. Yeah. And when he loses, oh boy, when he loses his shit, here, there's a part of you that's like, yes, kill all of them. Yes, do it. <laughs> Live out my fantasy. <laughs> No, it's a it's a it's a fantastic movie. I can't recommend it higher. Higher. I might just say screw the format of this show. We're gonna do it. Yeah. You're gonna review Iron Giant, and then you're gonna listen to me weep for a good thirty minutes. And so if you want to hear that, you'll, let me know. Oh, by the way, if you agreed with our review, let us know. <laughs> If you want to send me a message asking me if Steve is okay for recommending Grizzly Man during our review of The Jungle Book. I know exactly what I'm doing. Or if you want to send me a message asking me if I'm okay, please <laughs> let me know. Or if you have a recommendation for a movie that you'd like for us to review, something that we overlooked, something maybe horrifically bad that we definitely should take a look at. You know, maybe you're thinking, well, you know, uh, Masters of the Universe really did influence Hollywood a great deal. I think you guys are overlooking that. Well, I'll, I'll look into it and see if you're right. Somebody Never. please make that argument. I would love to do <laughs> Masters of the Universe. <laughs> and let us know, because we, we appreciate feedback. We love it, right, Steve? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it this time around for uh, Late Seating. This has been Jason Harding. And Steve Shimes. And uh, go see a movie this week. Jason, you wouldn't marry a panther, would you? I don't know. Depends on who drew it. Oh. <laughs> Don Bluth? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Gross. Well, because, you know, it's I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, it's Do the animals message. even have a concept of marriage? It's the message of the movie. Everybody should stay with their own kind. Oh, oh, you that's know? right. I forgot that is. It's, you should yeah. stay with your own kind. So you should stay with... You don't want to be mixing, you know? Yeah, that's I right. That, that was an important message for people to hear in the 60s, don't you think? You know what else? That was the message in Grizzly Man. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> Timothy learned the ultimate lesson. Stay with your own kind. Werner Herzog's the only guy who saw Batman v Superman and said two upbeat. Oh, I'm waiting for a day when you don't have to bring up that movie. <laughs> two, it was it was too optimistic. <laughs> oh, really, Werner? What would you do to improve uh, Batman v Superman? More murder. There is <laughs> no such thing or... as a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I want it so that Superman trying to <laughs> appease the suffering of humans goes mad with the <laughs> Sisyphusian ta- task of trying to save everyone, and then he eats the moon. What? <laughs> <laughs> Any true Superman would be killed by the world he tries so hard to save. <laughs> It is inevitable. Yeah, go make another Loch Ness movie, Werner. You weirdo. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. This show is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to contribute as little as $1 a month to help fund this podcast, please visit our website at www.lemmelistenpodcast.com and click on the Patreon logo. If you can't, or just don't want to, no biggie. Late Seating is a Lemmy Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.lemmylistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Lemmy Listen. Please like and leave a review. And thanks for listening.